So good morning, everybody. Welcome to Daily Devotions. My name is Lloyd, and this morning I'll be continuing our series called Sent Out by the Spirit. Uh, the basis of the series has been Ezekiel chapter 37. And throughout the series, we'll be looking at how the Holy Spirit works in and empowers and equips the local church, me and you, to make a difference uh, in the world, you and I rather. Uh, we, and we've already covered such incredible topics uh, throughout the series. Uh, and we started uh, last week with week one, and I would really encourage you to, to watch those messages if you haven't yet, and to continue reading this uh, Ezekiel chapter 37 passage as a reminder of the key idea. And we're going to build on some of those ideas for this morning and look at how the Holy Spirit helps us live out righteousness and justice in the world. You know, the, the, the themes of righteousness and justice are closely connected in the Bible. In fact, the word in the passage uh, from John chapter 18, uh, which we'll read just now, can, can also be translated as both righteousness and justice in the Greek. Those two ideas go hand in hand. And there's also quite a few passages of scripture that have these two words right next to each other, where these themes appear alongside each other. For example, Psalm chapter 33, verse 5, says that he, God, loves righteousness and justice. The earth is full of the Lord's unfailing love. Proverbs 21, verse 3 says, Doing what is righteous and just is more acceptable to the Lord than sacrifice. God is concerned with our hearts and who we are becoming. And then Jeremiah 9, verse 24 says, But the one who boasts should boast in this, that he understands and knows me, says the Lord, that I am the Lord, showing faithful love, justice, and righteousness on the earth. For I delight in these things. This is the Lord's declaration. And we can already see from these verses how both these themes form a key part of God's divine nature. The fact that God is righteous and that all of his acts, like justice, are an expression of that righteousness. You know, all of God's eternally valuable characteristics exist in perfect harmony with himself. So that's why God will never act outside of his nature. So because he is righteous, God will always be just. And as we consider the context of the series that we have been sent out by the Spirit into the world, let's look at how the Holy Spirit helps us as believers live out these values and, and, and helps us demonstrate them as Christ's ambassadors. The key passage, passage of Scripture for this morning is John chapter 16, and it's verses 8 to 10. It says this, When He comes, when the Holy Spirit comes, He will, he will convict the world about sin, righteousness, and judgment. About sin, because they do not believe in me. This is Jesus talking. About righteousness, because I'm going to the Father and you will no longer see me. And about judgment, because the ruler of this world is, or has been judged, rather. It's a really powerful and, and uh, thought-provoking passage of Scripture, isn't it? And in these verses, we see how the Holy Spirit convicts the world. In other words, how he convinces the world or brings to light three things. Firstly, sin. Secondly, righteousness, and thirdly, judgment. And Pastor Mike will be looking at that last one, judgment, tomorrow, uh, and, and who it is that is being judged according to these verses, because there's been a lot of misunderstanding about that verse uh, in the past. So for this morning, let's look at the other two for, for a moment and see how the Holy Spirit works and enables us to live out these, these values, or helps us extend them and, and bring this ministry of reconciliation to the world that we've been talking about. Firstly, the work of the Holy Spirit uh, convicts or, convin or convinces the world of sin. And that's a singular sin. That's the sin of unbelief, the sin that ultimately keeps people from receiving the news of salvation. 
And, you know, we know that all of us need the convicting and convincing work of the Holy Spirit to bring us to Christ and show us our need for belief in him. You know, all of us have thought at some stage, we can't keep doing things in our own way. There has to be more to life than what I'm seeing and doing in my own abilities. And that's the Spirit's work. He convicts the world of sin, of the sin of unbelief, that there is only one way to the Father, and that is through Jesus Christ. And we should remember as followers of Jesus that we should never go after the sinner without pointing to the Savior. You know, too many people have been so hurt by church and by Christians because they took that verse upon themselves and did the condemning of the sinner, but not the convicting of the sin. And so we had this trail of people left behind in you know, the wake of, of our anger and aggression towards those who didn't, yet, who didn't yet believe in God. But this verse says that it's the Holy Spirit alone that can reveal the eternal and spiritual things to people. He is the one that does the convicting. And we need to keep in step with the Spirit and work with Him as we share the news of the solution of sin, Jesus Christ, to the world who needs to know that answer. You know, we shouldn't stop at Romans 3.23 for all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. We should go on to Romans 3.24 as well, right? Being justified freely by His grace through the redemption that is in Christ Jesus. We have to complete the whole picture. We as the body of Christ need to work with the Holy Spirit in showing people the power of our Savior over sin. We've been given the ministry of reconciliation. That's 2 Corinthians chapter 5. And so we need to stand firm in our belief and let our beliefs guide our action as we work with the Holy Spirit in bringing the belief in Jesus to the world. Secondly, the work of the Holy Spirit, according to this passage, is to convict or convince or bring to light. Uh, he actually convinces the world of righteousness. And it says, because I'm going to the Father and you will no longer see me. That's John 16 verse 10. You know, this verse means that God is the standard for righteousness. God himself is the standard for righteousness. And the full measure of his righteous justice was met in Christ Jesus. Christ Jesus fully met the requirement of God's righteousness. And, you know, there are many standards of right and wrong out there in the world at the moment. So many definitions. People have their own standard, it seems, of what they consider good and bad, right and wrong. And it is only through the work of the local church, you and me, that the world will know that the ultimate standard for what is right is what is found in Christ Jesus. Now, he is perfect. Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life. There is no other need for an example of what righteousness looks like other than the person of Jesus. He fully met God's standard. And as the Holy Spirit brings this truth to light in the hearts of those who don't yet know Jesus, we need to live as believers to demonstrate that standard of righteousness that God calls us to. The righteousness that comes through Christ who made us in right standing with God. This is how we are to partner with the Holy Spirit as we are sent out into the world. We need to encourage others, not only by what we say, but by how we live. That God has made us right with himself through Christ Jesus. Galatians 4, 6-7 says, And because you are sons, God sent the Spirit of his Son into our hearts, crying, Abba, Father, so you are no longer a slave, but a son. And if a son, then God has made you an heir. Friends, we are no longer slaves to fear. We are children of God. We are no longer in bondage. We are free. We, are, we, we no longer think carnally. We have the mind of Christ. We no longer live in unforgiveness, but freely have we, have we received. And so freely we give. May we be reminded this morning that the Holy Spirit enables us to live out the beliefs that we hold in our hearts. 
And as we do, friends, we extend and reflect the gospel message of the hope of salvation to the world, working with the Holy Spirit in us as, as our helper. So let's live as salt and light in the world. Amen. Let's take a moment and commit this day and this word to the Lord uh, in prayer. Father, thank you so much that your Holy Spirit is at work, uh, revealing the need for you to the world. And this morning, Lord, we commit to working with you in demonstrating that we have been saved and set free, Father. Lord, may we never hold and count one another's trespasses against us. Your word says that you have forgiven us. And may we also extend that same message of forgiveness to the world, that they would see the hope that is in you, Jesus. See the joy that is in you. See the, the life and life in all its fullness that comes from you. So we surrender to you and we ask that you would give us opportunity this week to, to, to lean into these truths and to apply them and to see lives come to you, encounter you in a real way as we do. So thank you so much all for your blessing over this day and we step forward with faithfulness and expectation and thankfulness in our hearts because you go before us. And in your wonderful name we pray, amen. Thank you so much everyone for joining us this morning. Enjoy the rest of your Tuesday and we'll see you again tomorrow morning for Daily Devotions. God bless.